As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, hello, hello again, my podcast family, and welcome to my second episode um, of the Project LGBTQ podcast. Before I get started on uh, what I wanted to talk about this week, I wanted to take a second to say all hail the queen, all hail the queen. Please let me know, hit me up. Uh, my email project.lgbtq at gmail.com if you have seen Beyonce's homecoming. Oh my God. When I tell you that she bodied every bit of that performance, I loved every minute of it. It was about two and a half hours long, but it kept me entertained the entire two and a half hours. That there is a lady that knows how to put on a show. So I just wanted to to give, to pay homage at the beginning of this episode to Queen Beyonce and uh, talk about how she killed it, killed it at Coachella or Beachella, Baychella, you know, to all of my other Beehive members. Please, please, please reach out to me. Let me know at project.lgbtq at gmail.com and let me know if you saw this slay. Two and a half hours. If you have not seen it, please, 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 please watch it. It's on Netflix. Um, if you don't have Netflix, I'm pretty sure a million and one other people have Netflix in your family. You know how people do. One person pay for Netflix. Everybody use it. You can find somebody's uh, password, somebody's address, somebody's something, somebody's account. Get into Netflix and watch this slay. Okay. Okay, I wouldn't steer you wrong. It definitely was something to see. It came out um, on the 17th on Netflix, and I've already seen it twice. It, it was just, it blew me away. So make sure if you get the chance to see it, you see it. Make time to see it, all right? Anywho, now, getting back to official business. Welcome again, welcome again to the Project LGBTQ podcast. Um, my name is Brittany, if you haven't figured that out already, uh, and I am here almost every week. I'm going to try to be every week. We'll see how this goes down, but I wanted to talk a little bit this week about 
um, some stereotypes and stuff in our communities uh, because we all know anybody that is a part of the LGBTQ community, anybody that's an ally to the LGBTQ community, everybody, anybody that bothers with our community at all knows that there are so many stereotypes uh, when it comes to our community. It's, it's not even funny. It's not even funny. So one of them that I wanted to talk about that's near and dear to my heart uh, is lesbian stereotypes. So whenever you're dealing with a lesbian couple, right? Well, let's just say whenever you're dealing with a lesbian, period, the first thing that everybody automatically assumes is that this lesbian wants to sleep with any woman that they can, right? You can't be friends with a straight woman without wanting to sleep with her. You can't just just be a friendly person without wanting to sleep with them. And I think that that's one of the stereotypes that we get that's just, it, it really bothers me. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but it really does bother me because, you know, I could, I could have uh, female friends, you know, that are straight, and all of a sudden their boyfriends or whoever you know, they want to have an issue with the fact that me and their significant other are cool because they think I'm trying to steal them or they think I'm trying to, you know, get with them or whatever the case. That's one stereotype y'all need to dead. Just because we might identify as lesbian women, that does not mean that all we doing out here is trying to hump around. It's the same as anybody, you know. Um, our sexuality does not define who we are. It's just, you know, who we sleep with. We, we, we sleep with the same sex. It is what it is. Uh, but that does not mean that every woman I see I want to sleep with. I have a type, too. You know what I'm saying? I can see a woman and be like, nah, she's not attractive at all to me. You know? And that's fine. Because, like I said, my sexuality does not define who I am. Um, another stereotype or, or stigma that kind of gets under my skin is that uh people see me and I'm a, I'm a more of a more of a masculine female and the automatic assumption is that I want to be a man or you just want to be like a man or you want to be a man or you you know thinking about being a man or whatever the case no I am 100% okay with the fact that I'm a woman I embrace every part of my body. I embrace every part of who I am as a woman. I embrace all of that. I don't want to be a man. Now there's nothing wrong with, uh, you know, females that are transgender or that want to transition, you know, um, because they feel like they're, you know, born in the wrong body. That's great. You know, I, I'm, I applaud everybody that has the courage to stand up and say, this is what I'm doing, but that's not every lesbian female. So people need to understand that just because you're a masculine, lesbian, female, that does not mean that you want to be a man. So y'all need to dead that. Like, I don't even know where that came from, but it just seems like a lot of these, you know, it, it, there's always Facebook bullies and, and, you know, internet thugs that want to sit there and argue, you know, whenever there's an issue that comes up about homosexuality. And one of the things that they always say is, okay, well, you know, you want to be a man. No, I don't want to be a man. Do I take on a masculine role in my relationship? Of course I do. Yes, I do. 
but that's just me and my relationship. That does not mean that every lesbian woman that identifies as a stud or a butch or whatever um, wants to be a man or is necessarily masculine in their relationship. It's still two females, regardless of anything, it's two females. So that's something that everybody just needs to kind of get up out of their heads um, because, like I said, I, I embrace every part of my of, of my femininity, you know, the parts that I do have. I embrace all of that. I do not want to be a man. Um, and then it's another uh, thing that, that, that men especially say, okay, well, you're just a lesbian because you ain't had the right man yet. <sighs> the purpose of being a lesbian is to not be with a man. You cannot sit here and tell me that since I'm a lesbian, it's just because I haven't had the right man yet. That is the most idiotic thing I have ever heard, yet people continuously say it. They continuously say that the only thing that is making us lesbians is because either either we haven't found the right man or that don't know man want us, so we just decided to be lesbians. It's absurd. It's absurd, and that's something that people need to understand is is not right at all. I mean, I am genuinely unattracted to men. It just is what it is. You know, that's how I was born. That's how I came up. I just was never really, never sexually attracted to men. I mean, whatever, you know, you, you say, okay, well, you just haven't had the right man. Okay. Well, I could say that you just haven't had the right female or you haven't had the right man. You know, you can't justify, uh, me being homosexual by saying that it's because I haven't had the right man, but you know, it's just, it's, that's something that really gets under my skin. And I just wanted to, to, to bring that to light. Um, another thing that I wanted to, uh, bring to the forefront is the fact that our culture is so, sexualized so by that I mean there are not only there are a lot of negative stereotypes it's not not necessarily just sexualized like all oh, two women that's sexy whatever two men uh, because that's another stereotype that's another double standard um it's a lot of people that look at two females and they're like okay that's something that they really want to see but then you see two men and all of a sudden everything is so nasty and how can you be a homosexual and this and this and this but the same people that are condemning homosexuality are the same people that maybe deep down have homosexual thoughts themselves, or maybe they're just upset because they really don't, um, they're really not strong enough to come out of the closet themselves, or maybe they're jealous of the fact that we are as open as we are. I mean, you know, it, it takes, it takes a, a very weak person to attack someone because of who they sleep with um but as i was saying the negative stereotypes a lot of people look at um the lgbtq community as you know being rapists or perverted or child molesters or you know all of this crazy nonsense and they feel like you know being of the lgbtq community you're not normal so since you're not normal then you're perverted and you're you know a whole bunch of, of negative things that don't make sense at all. They don't make sense at all. And um, I just want to say just 
my opinion, you know, there are rapists, there are child molesters, there are perverted people everywhere. It does not matter if you are lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender, queer, straight, um, it doesn't matter. There are bad people everywhere, you know, and to just try to group all of the negative sexual stereotypes in our community to, to, you know, grouping them to our community, it does our community a complete disservice. And I just wanted to, um, kind of, kind of say that because there are so many people that just look at us as being freaks or being nasty or being, you know, sick. And I feel as though there's nothing nasty or perverted about it. I mean, we are who we are. We're still people. We just happen to love the same sex. It is what it is. Sexuality is fluid and people need to understand that. Um, and that's just, you know, a couple of the things that I kind of wanted to get off my chest this week because, I mean, <clears throat> I, I, I often get into conversations. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. ...with people uh, mainly over the internet because, you know, everybody wants to be an internet thug. Everybody wants to... Uh, say whatever it is that they want to say over a keyboard, but they won't, you know, you know, you guys know internet thugs. So I often get into these disagreements with people about, um, their opinions. Now, of course I respect everybody's opinion. However, when it comes to the opinion, um, of a lot of people that are in the LGBTQ community, a lot of times we are attacked for just being who we are. Um, and you can't, as a straight person, come to me and say that you're not born gay. You're not born gay, you're not born gay, you're not born gay. Because that's another thing that everybody says. Me, as a lesbian woman, I'm here to say I was born gay. When, back to however far I can remember, I remember my first sexual fantasies and sexual you know thoughts or or anything were towards women not just my first my second third fourth fifth fifth <laughs> you know women just happen to be who I have been attracted to forever forever regardless of how hard I tried to fight it how hard I was you know how much I was told it was wrong that's just who I was that's just who I am. I've always been attracted to women. So um, to try to downplay our sexuality just because we uh, don't have the same sexual preferences as, as other people is, is absurd. It's absurd. Um, I mean, this, this episode, I guess I'm kind of just ranting and raving because, I mean, I had a, I had a very – had a very interesting week you know it 
well, something that I saw on Facebook actually that um that kind of made me want to do an episode like this. Not only just people going back and forth and kind of arguing with people about you know um, our community, but it was someone that posted a question to their Facebook friends and said, uh, as a parent, would you rather have a son that is gay or have a daughter that's pretty much a hoe out here just giving it up to everybody and anybody and every, everywhere. And there were so many comments on that post. And most of the comments said that they would rather have a daughter that was a hoe than have a son that was gay. And that, to me, it, it kind of broke my heart a little bit because we all know in our community that it's hard to be who you are. It's hard to be yourself. It's hard to love in a world that's full of hate um, and, and not even necessarily just it, we live in a hateful world we live in a really hateful world and as a child that's going through trying to figure out their sexuality trying to figure out you know hey is this normal is what I'm feeling normal and then to turn around and, and have a parent or anyone that they are supposed to look up to attack what it is that they're feeling so as a parent to say, I would rather my daughter be out here sleeping with any and everybody, being very reckless and unsafe, than to have a son who happens to be attracted to the same sex. And that, that, that broke my heart. It really did. Um, and I think that with a lot of posts like this and a lot of um, things like this and a lot of people saying things like this it brings a lot of awareness to the people around you that uh, truly are homophobic and it's maybe not necessarily the fact that they're homophobic because they're hateful people but maybe it's just because they really don't understand um, our culture which is one of the reasons that I decided to start Project LGBTQ because I feel as though a lot of hatred, not even necessarily in our culture, but a lot of hatred in the world comes from people not understanding. Um, you fear and you hate what you don't understand. And that has been proven generation upon generation, generation and generation. Um, you know, hundreds and hundreds of years ago, a lot of white people didn't understand black people. So, of course, you don't understand them, so what do you do? You fear them, you don't understand them, you hate them, so you try to control them. And it's the same that the same thing they did with the Nazis. I mean, the Nazis with the Jews. You know, they, they didn't understand them, so they tried to control them, and they hated them. It's just, it's sickening. It's definitely sickening. It's sickening. But seeing stuff like that, you know, it really just breaks my heart, and it really made me want to say something um, and start this, this, this project because I really want to bring awareness to uh, a lot of different things. Um, 
bring awareness to a lot of different stereotypes, bring awareness to a lot of different abuses, a lot of things that people go through, uh, a lot of hardships, a lot of pain. Also kind of wanted to bring a positive light to a lot of things, you know. Um, I, I, I plan on doing a lot with Project LGBTQ. Uh, aside from this podcast, I plan on doing a lot of meet and greet events, a lot of social events, um, a couple of photo shoots, and, and just displaying our community in a positive light because we get such a bad rap for no reason, just for being who we are, you know? And um, that just really made me want to do something, do something positive. I just, I my grandmother, <laughs> my grandmother always tells me, uh, Brittany, you got a calling on your life. You got a calling on your life. God is doing something in your life. And I'm like, okay, lady, you know, whatever. You know, I, you know, kind of shake it off, like, whatever. I don't know what you're talking about. But as I've gotten older, I've realized that there's no way in the world that I could have possibly have gone through everything that I've gone through thus far in my life for no reason. So I figured that... Um, it would be therapeutic, not only on my part, but maybe to someone else, you know, to be able to express my opinions, express some of the things that I've gone through and, and try to just show it in a positive light. So people don't feel like they're by themselves and maybe that's my calling. Maybe it's not, maybe that's my purpose. Maybe it's not, but you know, nothing beats a failure, but a try. Is that what it is? Nothing beats a failure. I don't remember exactly what it is, but you know what I'm saying. If I if I didn't try this, then I wouldn't know. That's pretty much what I'm trying to say. So, uh, once again, I want to thank everybody for rocking with me. Um, I know it's kind of bumpy. Um, I'm I'm kind of in the beginning phases. I'm trying to get everything together, but I definitely have some some very good events planned in the, in the near future. Um, I definitely have a few podcast episodes, uh, planned in the near future. I have people on here that I want to speak, um, to all of you in podcast Landia. Um, you know, I'm going to have a couple of different dialogues here. It's just a lot of things that need to, I believe, be said, um, on behalf of our community. And if there is something specific that you would like me to talk about, if you have any questions about um, Project LGBTQ or anything that's going on in the community, uh, please email me at project.lgbtq at gmail.com. That is P-R-O-J-E-C-T dot L-G-B-T-Q at gmail.com. Um, you can always follow my Instagram. I definitely put a lot of information on Instagram. If I am notified of any, uh, any event or any group or anything in the LGBTQ community, I post it to that Instagram page. I would like, you know, and, and it's, it's worldwide. It's not even necessarily just things in Illinois. I posted for events in DC, uh, Chicago, um, Atlanta, California. So follow the Instagram page, P-R-O-J dot L-G-B-T-Q. Anything that I'm notified of, I will post. There's a lot of events that are coming up in June for Pride Month. Um, that I've been notified of. So I've definitely put some of that information on that Instagram page. Um, so please, if you are on Instagram, 
follow, follow, follow P-R-O-J dot L-G-B-T-Q for Instagram. Um, if you would like to donate to Project L-G-B-T-Q, um, because none of these events are cheap. <laughs> so if you would like to donate, uh, you can cash app Project L-G-B-T-Q, P-R-O-J-E-C-T L-G-B-T-Q. Thank you so much to everyone who has donated thus far. Um, the first event is definitely going to be something epic, and I cannot wait. Oh, my God, I can't wait. You just have no idea how excited I am. I cannot wait. So thank you to all of you who have donated thus far, uh, anyone who's thought about donating, anybody who follows the Instagram, anybody who's listening to this podcast, anyone who's emailed me. Thank you, thank you, thank you all for rocking with me. Um, it's definitely about to pick up, and it's something that you don't want to miss. Let all of your friends know, anybody that's in the LGBTQ community, anybody that's an ally, anybody that just happens to just be cool with us. You got LGBTQ family members, whatever. Please let them know about this podcast, the email, the Instagram, the, the cash app. Just let them know, because Project LGBTQ is about to blow up and it's something you do not want to miss so thank you everybody so much for rocking with me from the beginning this is definitely something that i'm passionate about and it's something that's definitely it's gonna take off and i just feel it and i know it and i just want y'all on this ride with me so let's ride the wave and as always i hope that everybody loves the life you live and lives the life you love peace oh 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 don't forget, don't forget, Queen Beyonce, watch it, Netflix, you will not be disappointed, she is overly amazing, alright, peace. Temple University is ranked among the top 50 public universities in the U.S. Through hands-on learning opportunities and world-class faculty, Temple students are prepared to soar in their careers. Schedule a campus tour today at admissions.temple.edu visit.